views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great show uh, with Mark Demetrio for you today. And the reason I'm excited about this is because, uh, listen, there are lessons that if we don't bring the stories of our, you know, of our ancestors forward, you know, we all know what happens in the world when these lessons, this wisdom that is so available to us as children and grandchildren, you know, life could be so much easier if we would just stop for a minute. That's what today's show is about. Lessons from my grandfather, wisdom for success in business and life. Mark Demetrio is joining me here today. You're going to hear a lot about Mark. But before I jump into that, I want to say hi to Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. Benny, we, I, I, I sent you that old school song. Uh-huh. And that song is so old school. Mm-hmm. I I thought about that because I knew like Mark was from the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And so am I. And that song I sent you was one of the favorites from my mom and my sister. And by the way, it used to play in something we used to call, are you ready? <laughs> A jukebox. Ah, so a little blast from the past, eh? A lot of blasts from the past. And it's a song that represents the story of a legacy. And there are many songs like that. I was only able to get one for Benny. Maybe I'll get a little bit smarter in a minute. But today, this is about an immigrant story for the ages. You know, Mark is joining us here today because he took pen to paper. And what he did was he said, this is how I'm going to pass on this wisdom. And for those of us that understand that, you know, our grandparents, especially I know mine, my grandma, my grandpa, what are the lessons we learn? We learn some things differently. You know, now, Mark, this is somebody that is, whether you know him as a top-rated speaker or a mortgage expert or somebody that has been part of mastermind groups all over the world, you know, he is somebody that you've seen on television, on radio, he understands what success is about. But what is it about Mark and who he's become that enables him to say, wait a minute, there's a message that I've not really delivered before. There's a message that's about the wisdom that was passed on to me that I will pass on that has to do with what each and every one of us can do 
And, you know, whether you know Mark as at the top of the most successful business professionals uh, in New Jersey, whether you know him as a certified licensed instructor, whether you know about him as somebody that is motivational, but motivational in action, today's lessons are for all of us. I love this book. I love this book so much that for those of you that are listening and you are thinking, I don't know how to be a successful entrepreneur. It is in here. It's old school, and yet it is contemporary, modern, and futuristic. It is visionary and vision at the same time. So Charlie, I hope I can call him Charlie, Charlie leaves us for step-by-step, emotion-by-emotion, attitude-by-attitude, And one of the things that I hope you take away from the show today, plus a couple copies of the book, is that no matter where you are in your business cycle, whether you're up, you're down, you're sideways, these lessons are for you. Mark, it's great to have you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here today. And thank you for writing this book. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's my pleasure, my gift to the world. And uh, I'm just such a blessed individual to have had my grandfather in my life for 37 years. And, uh, you know, again, just wanted to give back to the world the, the messages that he, he presented to me and the wisdom. And uh, really, I consider myself an advantaged individual in life. And, and have a mentor mm-hmm. like that is, is a blessing. So my gift to the world, and hopefully this changes thousands, if not millions of lives, and enhances their, their, you know, their betterment every day to be the best they mm-hmm. can be and move on to have an enjoyable life. You know, let's talk about this, because you and I happen to have uh, grandparents that left a mark. On us, let's just call it that. Some, you know, for me, you know, my grandfather was somebody that uh, I used to spend time with and go to his shack in the Bronx, and I remember the smell of kerosene and and oil painting, and I remember the herb garden that he had in the middle of a dump yard in the Bronx. These beautiful herbs and and gardening and and the creative energy. And that I've taken with me. If you had to select something that Charlie imprinted on your heart, what would that be, Mark? Just the utter joy in his life, even even as a retired person, just his whole life is just always about joy. And I put that in quotation marks. He just Mm -hmm. had a joy for life, a zest for life. You know, even even with all the years he was retired, you know, again, he retired when I was pretty much born, which is just great that I had him in my life all those years. But every meal he ever had was literally out of his mouth. This is the best meal I ever had. I mean, it was that, that kind of joy of life and just, just his attitude and never looked back, never complained ever. He was in World War II. He came, back, he came into you know, the United States in 1929, three weeks after the stock market crash, into the worst depression ever and started out shining shoes and lived in one apartment with seven guys. And they shared a bed one night a week. They had the bed. Like, never complained ever about anything. I never heard a complaint. Always positive stuff. You know, and, he, and it just so this is always the positive empowerment, move forward, don't look back. Like, just this person was just an amazing individual. So that's just, it's not just one thing. It's kind of all of that, you know. And I realized that's what, it's because who he was, that how he got ahead in life. It's him as an individual bottled up into a little bottle. That's how he got ahead in life. And that's what made him to retire successfully and have an enjoyable life. It's just simple stuff. Yeah. Uh, the reason that I'm so excited about this and talking with you is uh, I, my, somebody said to me, what, Pat, what do you think your greatest concern is about the future? 
And, you know, my answer came to me immediately. And as my greatest concern isn't about the future, it's what we will choose to forget about the wisdom of our past, all those that have come before, the shoulders that we stand on. And I think what you've been able to do in this book is you've been able to say, let's not, let's not forget this. These lessons are, are still key to this day. And sometimes we think we have to reinvent everything, Mark. I agree, and we don't, and that's the point, and you hit it right on the head. The bottom line is, and the reason I carefully chose, I, I looked at a lot of different titles you know, mm-hmm. on paper and in my head. The reason I chose Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life, was chosen for a reason. That, that's the most powerful statement I could make, and it's so important that the wisdom that these people came to America, or these, the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, they saw America grow, and they were part of it, you know, left home, left their families to try and make a better life. Like, it's just amazing to me. You know, and I like, there's a, there's, a, there's a line from the movie Gladiator, you know, what we do in life echoes in eternity. You know, I love that line because it's such a powerful line. I wish I could have met all my ancestors going back to the beginning of time because, you know, we are who they are. We're part of them. And it's like, you know, what they've done to get us to this point, you know, you have to honor that. But also the wisdom they have is just our grandparents are all dying as we speak. And great-grandparents are, you know, parents at this point. I'm 49, but my parents are still alive. But mm-hmm. the wisdom that they had for those years that last, you know, the last 50, 60 years prior to now, it's just, it, it's it's, I think it's irreplaceable. And I think to bring back some of that immigrant story, that get ahead in life no matter what, you know, forge forward, you know, use all these great qualities and lessons. I just wanted to bring, bring that to America today to say, you know what, here's a guy that came into this country with nothing. And, you know, these kids or anyone having struggles or anyone in life having struggles, if you have a roof over your head and a meal on the table, you've got a great start to the day. Some people don't even have that sometimes, but you can start from anywhere. And just, just as long as you have the right attitude and the right way about you and you can get ahead. So I don't want to dig into that too deep, but, but yeah, yeah it's empowering. It's a wisdom mm-hmm. power and it really is exciting mm-hmm. to share wisdom. And, and I think it's being lost, being lost. as, as they I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, the part of this too, I want to ask you about this because right out of the gate in your book, uh, and by the way, for those of you, Mark Demetrio is joining me here today, lessons for my grandfather, wisdom for success in business and life. And we're going to talk about this for, for all of you out there. And by the way, so that you know, if you've got a question for Mark, what a great time to get it on air. 1-800-930-2819. There was a a lesson that was passed down to me, and it goes something like this. You know, once upon a time, my mom said something like, you know, she was from the South, my stepmom. I I got got to have two moms. And she said something like, honey, 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 you know what? Every challenge has two parts, honey. And we would just look at her because we never knew what the heck was coming out of her. She said, yeah, you know what? It's like every challenge got two parts, belief and doubt. What, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to believe in yourself? Are you going to be able, are you going to choose to believe in the world of possibilities? Or, or are you going to se- select doubt? And I never forgot that, that, you know, every challenge, every obstacle has those two things. I I never forgot it. And what you're saying is you come out of the gate. I believe in you. But you must have gotten that from Charlie. Charlie, your mentor. Yes, absolutely. That that whole that whole ideology of that you could be anything in life. You could forge forward and make things happen. It's all up to you. The minute you get up in the morning to the minute you go to bed and how many hours you sleep, you have 24 hours in a day, what you do with that time is up to you. Now, obviously, we all have different circumstances in our lives. 
family, business, you have to work, you have work three jobs, you got five kids, you got two kids, whatever's going on in your life, everything's about sacrifice after that. But it but but I want everyone to know that we've all been created with a gift. God created each one of us with some certain gift internally. Could be um, a great artist, could be a good musician, could be a good lawyer. There's a gift in everyone. Everyone has something and if they don't find their purpose or what drives them and it has a passion behind it, they'll never truly realize the full threshold of happiness. Most people are not happy in their careers, some are not happy in their family lives and their marriages, that's unfortunate too. But you look at it as a person when you dig down and understand your purpose or your why in life, and I like to say to people when I talk to them or coach them or speak out loud, what excites you? What makes you passionate? Forget everything in the world. Forget money. Forget fame. Forget anything. What excites you? What are you passionate about? And when you hear them say what their passion is, if you could bottle it up and now you drive towards that for your career or your success, it's, it's, it's inevitable they'll be successful because there's pillars in life. There is the purpose, passion, Attitude and action. There, there are actually two two chapters in my book. One's called Passion, mm-hmm. Purpose. One's Action and Attitude. Those pillars together, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable when you have that in place. So I believe in you means a lot. I think everyone has a gift. I think everyone is gifted, and they just either haven't had the opportunity or don't realize it. Um, and we're all, we have limitless potential. No walls, no ends, no limits. Yeah, there's one part in the book that I want to talk about before we jump in uh, to more detail. And I remember reading that you were describing, I think you called it Charlie's biggest lesson. And what you described was that Charlie would treat everyone, you know, whether it was an individual on one day, a customer or a family member, uh, as if that person mattered more than anything else on earth. And, you know, it's interesting because that was passed on to me as well. That right there, if, if our audience did nothing else or took nothing else away today, and just that before they hit the send button on Twitter, OMG, right? Absolutely. I will tell you, the gift that I have internally inside of me from him, again, a lot of it from him. My parents mm-hmm. were also amazing mentors, which I won't yeah. go into them much, but also amazing mentors in a lot of ways as well. But the gift to say that I am neither beneath anybody or above anybody in this entire world. No question about it. And when I meet people, no one is above me or beneath me. So when I meet people, I don't care if it's the, the, the grand ambassador, grand poobah of the world, or the lowest person that has two pennies rubbed together and lives on the street. It doesn't matter. Everyone's a human being. You treat people the same. And he always said you can learn. Not only do you treat people the same, and one of his lessons was, you know, to be aware of the suffering of others, you know, keep others in mind, but also that you could always learn from everybody. You can learn from everybody. So whether it's someone on the street that you just met, someone that's homeless, someone that's a wealthy person, all these people have things to teach you. So it all comes down to when he was in his career, whether he was a shining shoes or a busboy or a waiter or moved his way up, he basically always felt comfortable with what he was doing and had the passion and pride, and he loved and enjoyed that labor of each job, knowing it would be a stepping stone for the next. But he treated everybody the same, no matter if he, when he moved up in the ranks or not in life. And there's something to be said about that, you know? And people, people that are in this world that, that are jealous or envious of people's success, um, it's disappointing to me because I don't think I have a jealous or envious part in my body at all. I, yeah. admire, I admire success. I admire mm-hmm. the hard work and dedication and desire and drive you put into life to get ahead. That's wonderful. Now, some people are handed success, but that's different. You're handed money, you're handed whatever you want. That's not necessarily success. Success is different, different terms. But, you know, it comes down to hard work, sacrifice, and, and, and desire and drive. And I know mm-hmm. what it takes to get things in life, and nothing's easy. Nothing comes easy. There's no shortcuts. I promise you that. Um, 
you know, there's probably a, if there's one disappointing thing in life per se, and I use the word lightly, is that, mm-hmm. you know, I've looked at myself, I've had to make everything, you know, in a way, almost everything in my life happened for the effort that I put in. I can go back and tell you 50 different stories, 100 different stories, my mm-hmm. grandfather as well. But the one positive thing about it is this, the, the ability to have good things in this universe come to him like a magnet, and I'll say it for myself as well a little bit because I have that magnetism and I'm fortunate, is because the person that he was that helped him that gave him an advantage because he was likable, he was trustworthy, he was passionate, he was hardworking, he was a good friend and he enjoyed life. And that's magnetizing. And people, they realize how simple that is. They can be so different and make, life can be so different. I assure you that. Yeah. One of the things I'm struck by in reading the book is, too, that, you know, your Charlie probably had the same experience. I remember reading about this. I developed my work ethic from my parents and my grandparents, especially. And what I remember my grandfather really thinking about and talking about was he could not look at the Statue of Liberty without crying. He just couldn't. And I would say to him, Grandpa, you know, are you sad? And later on in life, what I came to find out, Mark, was those were not tears of sadness. Those were tears of gratitude. You know, there was a level of appreciation, you know, that happened that he passed on to us uh, about where we live and how we live and the possibilities. The other part of this that I want to ask you about for yourself is my folks got us out and working when we were like 12 and 13 years old. I'm not kidding. Seriously. Uh, And, you know, we always had a strong work ethic stay late if we want to do it because we want to. How was that passed on to you? And how do you see that as important in today's world? That's, that's well said. And, and you're right on the money with that because he always would tell me, you take a hundred people in a room that do the same exact job and, that, and, and start from day one. It's very simple. You take a hundred people, but you know what? Whoever comes in early, stays late, works through lunch, does their job with excellence, takes pride in what they do, they'll get ahead. They'll be the top 10%, or maybe the top 1%. It's that easy. So whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability and be excellent at all you can be excellent at. And if you need to have more training and more knowledge, then get the knowledge of training from books and whoever else you can around you. Even look for mentors. So it's a very simple strategy. And I will tell you that, you know, I've been working since 11 years old. I had a paper out of 11 years old. I haven't stopped working since then. But I was smart enough to also not only do their papers, but shovel their driveways in the snow in the winters and mow the lawns in the summer. So, and it would, it would, it would be, when I tell you about excellent, I always thought about my grandfather. I would shovel a driveway and make sure every corner is shoveled. There's just, there's no cutting corners. So when you're going to be excellent in life, you know, do it right or don't do it at all. And, and, and that's what he was always about. So it was just that training and that just, just a thought of always doing that. And then knowing, knowing he got ahead in life, I needed to listen to every word this man said because he did it. He retired a 60 millionaire just because of, who he was and what he did and his work ethic and all the attributes he had. So he, he had the mastery of science. How could I not mm-hmm. listen to every word this man said? And he had, had a joyful life and a wonderful life. So he had, yeah. He had the gift. He had the, there's the secret. You know the book, The Secret? Here's the yeah. secret. The yeah. Secret right <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, you could have named this book this. For those of you just tuning in, you know, this is Lessons from My uh, Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business with Mark Demetrio. Mark, I, I want to talk about this, this uh, one other thing that is so in my heart. And that is something my mom t- uh, taught me. My mom had her first child at 12, her second at 13. And uh, this is my stepmom. And, you know, she was 
one of these people that taught us never to give up. And in the book, this is from Charlie. Charlie says, you can learn something from everyone. Don't think you know it all. So don't ever look down on anyone. And that's what I love about doing this show for 15 years. I love what I get to learn from people. What is the message for those in the world today, young and old, about this one point? It's so important. The message is very clear. We are not good listeners. At any level mm-hmm. in this world, at any age in this world, we are not good listeners. We're not attentive enough. We're not good listeners to absorb information. But more than that, ego's getting away. Attitude's getting away. You know, a little humility is kind of a good thing. So what his message was, Mark, if someone's telling you a story or information or anything, and you know the answer or you know what he's telling you, you've heard it before, let him finish. You may learn something different from his ending. You may learn something different from his takeaway or something. You may take away something different from his message. So he was always about that. Don't think you know it all. Don't tell, you know, it was kind of like this, that whole message is learn from everybody, learn from people around you. Because here's the thing. When he came to the United States, again, a junior, junior high school dropout, because he got pulled out of school from his dad, but uh, right, basically. So he basically learned on the street from people around him. So he was blessed to be around very successful New York individuals that kind of took a liking to him. So he learned from the street, but from very wise, smart people and socialites and elites and Wall Streeters and just, or just business people, just people, good people in general. So he learned like a sponge from all these people all his life. So he's given me a life lessons of a man that just was around this. And just, he's telling me, here's the secrets to success in life. I did it from the heart's place. Hopefully you don't have to. Here it is. Here it is. And for 20, 30 years, I listened to him all these years. That's why it's in a book. But yeah, that's the message. That's the message. It's very simple. So what I love about this is you've outlined uh, 15 principles and you've outlined 15 principles for success. And before we touch on a couple of these, I want to talk about the word success. Um, You know, it's not a word that was used in my family a lot. You know, both my both my mom and my dad and then even my stepmom. I mean, we're talking about people that my mom and dad not having an education, but that doesn't mean that they weren't able to achieve things. My stepmom, of course, didn't have an education, but boy, did she work to get what she needed to get. Success is one of these words that it becomes so objective in its definition. What did that mean to Charlie? So it's, it's, I'm glad you asked this question as well, because very, very simple for him simple way. And in my book, I talk about this live whole section on success. And I'm, one of my taglines in the book is success is a choice because we make choices every single day of our life, little ones to big ones. And deciding on what you want to do or how you want to do it, it's a choice in life, choice to work harder, choice to be a good person, choice to put extra effort in, choice to not hang around the right people, choice to do better in school, choice to be good at sports, choice to work harder. So there's a lot of choices, but success, and here's the beauty of it, Success is different to everybody because some people want success where they want a plane and a boat and want to travel the world. That's great. Other people want to have a successful life like my grandfather and be able to provide for himself, provide for his family, put away money for retirement, and live a nice, modest life and live below your means. That to him was success. And I'm going to tell you something very clearly with this as well. One day I looked at him and I was talking to him. I said, Papu was my grandfather in Greek. I said, you know, you have a very modest house here in Florida, you know, very modest place here in New Jersey. You know, you don't really you travel, you know, you go to Greece or Cyprus once in a while. You don't really travel a lot. You drive a little modest little car. Why don't you do, like, why don't you do more? I mean, he, he died in 97, mm-hmm. so 37 years he retired. 
and he was amazing health up until then. Um, and he said, and he looked me so dead in the face. And probably the most serious thing he ever said to me, like really serious, because he was a funny jokester guy. And he said, he goes, because you know why, Mark? Because when you've gone without, like I did for so many years, you never want to be without again. And he was very serious about that. He said, I'd rather have the money in the bank and live below my means to know I'm comfortable because you never know what life brings and about health and everything else. But he meant that seriously. So his message always about living below your means. That's how you beat this rat race. That's how you beat the system. And that's success. So people that make a million dollars a year and spend a million, shame on them. People that make a hundred thousand spend a hundred. Sometimes, you know, depending on how much money you make, you need to spend it. But if you're making a whole lot of money and shame on you, if you have stress still, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to live a stress-free life and enjoy his life. There's a secret to that. You know, a secret to success right, right there. That's the mm-hmm. message. Yeah, I want to be really clear about this, though. You know, it is it is clear to me, and and you you talk about it so brilliantly in the book. Charlie wasn't saying don't reach for the stars. That's not the message, and that's what I love about his definition. You know, he's looking at the world of possibilities, and his story uh, and what he's passed on demonstrates that. You know, the other thing that I love about this is there are these 15 principles, and I would love when we come back, I'd love to hear what your favorite is or your favorite of the moment. I know I have. I know I zoomed on one immediately and actually built an entire network around this one. And so when we come back, I want to talk to you about that. But before we go, how can people get a copy of the book and how can they find out more about you, all of the above and about Charlie? Okay, so so Charlie's within Charlie's within me forever. Thank God, uh-huh. my heart, yeah. my soul, and in my book and memorialized now. Thank God for that as well. But <laughs> the book, so grandfatherlessons.com, very easy website. Grandfatherlessons.com is where you can find all information out about the book, a sample chapter, as well as purchase options. It's available on Amazon as well. But going through my site's a great way to get started. You could buy that book or through ebook or other options uh, right through the site, right to Amazon or other places. Uh, as well, my Instagram is Mark Demetrio at Mark Demetrio. M-A-R-C-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-O-U. And then more importantly as well, as far as um, information about the book, I mean, if they want to just go there, prove that's probably the best way. And you can get in touch with me through the website as well if you want to email me for there. Yeah, I want to say this one last thing before break. For those of you that are listening and you're thinking, well, you know, I'm, I don't want to talk about... Listen, this book is called Wisdom for Success in Business, but it's also Wisdom for Life. And one of the things I love about this book is if you're thinking, what is in here to share with my family, my children? Boy, I'm telling you, if you looked at these 15 things in the book, if you looked at these and you shared this wisdom with your children or your grandchildren from the way that this has been presented through Mark by Charlie, their lives will be untouchable. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Happy, happy birthday, baby. said to yourself, I need to let this go. 
While the phrase sounds effective, what does it actually mean? How do you let something go? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show, Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. Here's an idea when letting something go. Find a time you won't be disturbed, and just between you and the universe, handwrite a letter sharing all your feelings of anger, hurt, and sadness. At the end, write, however, I choose to live my life with love, joy, and strength, and so for all that, I release you. After you sign your name, immediately shred the letter noting how your body physically feels as you release something that you've been carrying for oh so long. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my site at EliteTarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Gain powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin and now co-host Jeremy Nudell. Walking the Path of Freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned, intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit andrewmartin.energy. Defining success and putting minds to work. With the Higher Learners Career and Leadership Series, Rudy Racine will help you craft your personal definition of success, offering support and guidance as you move forward towards your goals. Take the leap. With the right mix of focus and motivation, anything can be achieved. Tune in every first and third Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 Eastern. And for more information on Rudy Racine and Higher Learners, visit Rudy's site at higherlearners.com. That's H-I-R-E learners.com. Let It Go Radio. The future awaits you. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Barbara Scheidegger explores the way to clarity, peace, and how to live a successful life on your terms by turning negative experiences into positive ones. Barbara's curiosity about the human experience drives her both personally and professionally. As a life coach, author, and renowned clinical hypnotherapist, Barbara knows how to move forward in a natural, organic way without side effects. If you want to grow, be sure to tune in to Let It Go Radio. To learn more, visit LetItGoHypnosis.com. Oh my God, let's hear the chorus, Betty. You are my baby. Okay, we're back on air. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Benny, thank you so much for getting that. I really appreciate it. (laughs) That's an old school song, folks. And the reason we wanted to share that with you is, first of all, 
it was one of my mom's favorite songs. My mom uh, could have been friends uh, with Charlie that Mark writes about, and they would have been able to talk about success. Now, I'm fortunate to have two moms. I have a mom and I had a set mom. My birth mom was so far ahead of her time that she was one of the first women in the Bronx, mind you, Mark, to actually own a store. But what is it that she had in common with Charlie? You know, Mark, before we jump in here, we're going to talk about the principles here. Um, Again, how can people get a copy of the book? How can they find out more about uh, the grandfather lessons? Yeah, so starting out the website is www.grandfatherlessons.com. That's the book website. A lot of information about the book, sample chapter there, all the endorsements, and then obviously options to purchase the book, whether ebook or just direct. There's a button to go right to Amazon. You can buy it through, through Amazon directly there, uh, or you can go right to Amazon. But going through the website, you'll enjoy it more that way with some more information. Um, and then again, my Instagram account, if anyone was interested in that, is at Mark Demetrio. It's at M A R C. D-E-M-E-T-R-I-L-U. And the name of the book, again, Lessons for My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. Uh, And thank you for taking the time and joining us here today. Um, I was talking with you during the break, and what I was really struck by as I went through, uh, of course, I read the book, but what I was struck by was uh, these 15 principles. My question to you, and I'll share mine, is as well, is there one that calls to you more so than the others today, just for today? I have to say there's one because I have a chapter dedicated to this and, and action, but attitude is everything. Yes. For me, that's your too. For me, <laughs> oh um, that relates into everything. And it's funny, out of the 15, we picked the same one. I think we're moving out of the same cloth here, Dr. Bass. <laughs> um, but but it's it's everything. It's everything. From the minute you wake mm-hmm. up to the minute you go to bed, how what's your attitude towards life, towards people, towards business, towards friends, towards helping others, to just everything. Attitudes every who you are, your persona, how you're perceived by the world, how you take on the world. It's powerful. I have a whole chapter called Action and Attitude. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. The reason I, I I'm drawn to it is, well, first of all, you know, I, I, people that listen to this show, they know that, you know, my my sort of growing up story, you know, you're not going to find me at the top of a Fortune 10 company. I mean, I my mother committed suicide when I was sick and I was six and I was homeless at 17. So it's a little bit different. But but, but you got ahead. But you kept going. Well, listen, nobody wanted to sit next to me in the Port Authority when I was begging for money because. I would make more money with my baseball cap. Uh, I had one of the, I had two different caps, baseball cap. And, but my attitude, you know, sitting there asking and begging people for money, there was always a smile on my face. And that's not something that I take lightly. That was passed on to me. And I want to talk with you about this, this attitude. There's a world now where we are so bombarded with information, with news. Some people say, Mark, and I want to talk about this, that it's almost impossible. They call me Pollyanna Patty because we're launching an entire network community called the Positive Mojo Movement, where where this thing called Positive Talk now, 15 years, people said I'd last 15 minutes. Is it that hard, Mark? Is it really that hard? 
Well, here's, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm going to say no and I'll tell you why. Okay, good. My grandfather came to this country with nothing at 20 years old. The guy out of Ellis Island with no idea in his life what was going to happen. He was on food lines, living in an apartment with seven other, six other guys, seven total, slept on the bed one night a week, shining shoes on the street. And can I tell you, when I talked mm. to him about it, he had joy in the fact that he had labor and was making money. and He enjoyed talking to people. He enjoyed the job. He had passion doing it. And people loved having him shine their shoes. And they knew it was a stepping stone to the next job. And then he became a busboy, which, again, is remedial work if you think about it. But he became a busboy, and he took pride in what he was doing. Again, it was a labor of an opportunity to move ahead in life. So when you look at it that way, that is a stepping stone. Think about, you talk about a guy who had nothing, didn't know his next meal, and was eating one deal meal a day, and still had joy in life to know he had opportunity ahead of him. Guess what? No matter what your circumstance or situation, sometimes they're rougher than others. I, I Believe me, whatever you think your situation is, always someone that's worse off. And I like to tell people that. However bad you think it is for you, you always, there's always someone out there that's having it worse out there. So, but I think you just have to have an attitude. If you have a desire to get ahead as much as you want to breathe, as much as you want to get ahead in life, as much as you want to have anything accomplished in life, you will make it happen. You just don't stop till it happens. And that's the message for people, that how hard it is. It could take years. It could take five years, ten years, three years, two years, but you work towards your goal. If you put time into your craft, you'll get where you want to get. You'll get there. And the people have to understand. They have to have faith. They have to have power. They have to believe in themselves mm. and their abilities. And you can't do it alone. One of the messages my grandfather said to me, you can't do it alone. You don't do it alone in this world. You've got to have people around you, either mentors or friends. You don't go along a long way without having other people help you or be there for you as well. So, you know, if you're a good person, you'll be people all around you. So I hope that message is clear and to your point. It is clear. And uh, I want to read this from the book, if I can, about this. Um, and, uh, you know, it's hard to read this because it's very touching, very emotional for me. And this is, uh, from Charlie. Charlie, uh, says attitude is everything. Never stop moving in the direction of your dreams. Remain humble. Always look for what others don't see. Be awake and alive to the suffering of others. Now, my grandma and my grandpa from Italy, well, actually, I find out my grandpa was was born in Brazil, but it it doesn't matter. Who knows what, you know, but this is what they would say. My grandmother would say to you, Patricia, it's Mother Mary. You got to be like Mother Mary. They were Catholic. The Blessed Mother, you got to be like Mary. And I was like, Grandma, what are you talking about? You got to be humble. You got to be humble and don't gain from the suffering of others. That's what you would say. That's my grandmother. Love it. That's beautiful. Where do these people get this, Mark? The the wisdom they had, the old school wisdom they had, family, culture, be kind to others, help each other out. All the families lived in one house. They'd help each other out. Do you know my grandfather never stopped sending money back to his family all the years he was alive and they were alive? All the years they were alive. He sent money back all the time. And so this is what it was about. It was about family and culture and helping others and just neighborhood and living in a village where you have a wedding and everyone from the village goes, whether you know the person or not, like everyone gives gifts. Like it's just it's a different culture in some of these places. So I'm trying to bring this back to America. It's this, mm. this story of goodness and being a good person. And, you know, listen, simple things like opening a door for somebody, putting a smile on someone's face, being nice in an elevator, being nice when you see people. You know, people like to put a smile on their face just by being just being normal, being nice, or opening a door, letting somebody in when traffic, when most people don't do that, it's so obnoxious. Like, just simple stuff. Live a happy life. Live a good life. You know, try to bring a smile on other people's faces. Just be go a, little, go a little out of your way at times. It's not hard to do. And believe me, the empowerment of that and the positive energy of that comes back to you. People don't realize that. It's very simple. 
Yeah, and that's why I was talking to you during the break. And I said, you know, this is really a blueprint for living. Um, this is a blueprint. Um, the, the thing that also I want to talk about, because there were some other things in the book that I, I just would be remiss if I didn't talk about. And that had to do really with um, looking at one's life and looking at time and tenacity. And I really zoomed in on this, too, because my mom, would, my stepmom would talk about this time and tenacity. And, you know, I, 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 just saying, you know, the word tenacity and my name has been put into the same sentence. And I used to I used to be offended by that, but I don't think I am now. Can you talk about what Charlie meant by these two things? Well, listen, I think in general, I mean, think about, okay, it really comes back to time again and really about how much time you have in life and what you want in life. And for him, yeah. you know, you think about, think about this. I mean, even when he left Cyprus, he knew it was going to be a journey to get to America. Like he went to Greece first. Let me start there. See, I can get my feet on the ground. He started working for a lawyer first. Got two years, saved enough money to get to London. He worked in London for two years as a telegraph operator, and then he saved enough money to come here. But, you know, um, you know, listen, here's the thing. So what's tenacity, right? The quality of fact of being able to grip something firmly, like just tenacity, being determined, being, you know, continuing to exist. Like just, so tenacity is a lot of different term, right? There's a lot of different meaning to it. So the tenacity for him was about empowering of who he was as an individual. He was going to get ahead in life. He was confident in himself to be something in life and, and keep forging forward and never give up and be determined. So we talk about time and tenacity. We only have so much time on this earth, right? We only have so much time in a day. So he was darn sure he was going to put his time and effort in to make sure with his determination or his tenacity to get ahead in life. I mean, it was as simple as that. He wanted to be something in life and get ahead in life and make something of his life. That's exactly why he left Cyprus. It's very simple. And think about this at 16. I love speaking to high schools and soon to be colleges now as well to these children that are 16. And when I ask the owners, who's 16 in this room? Great. Could you leave your home right now? Leave to go to a different country with nothing. I mean, think about that. That's, that alone has empowered me my whole life because he wanted to be something. Not because he had a horrible family. He had a loving family. It had nothing to do with that. He wanted to be something in life. Didn't want to be poor. Didn't want to live in, in, in Cyprus and stay there and just, you know, just do nothing with his life. Is that, is that crazy? Is that powerful? Very powerful. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful. And, you know, we have a tendency these days to talk around the generations and to talk about uh, the young people not doing this, not doing that, not saying this, not having a voice. I, I, I don't think we do anybody any service by showing disrespect. So, I agree. you know, I agree with that. right. I, agree. I mean, it's, I mean, listen, you talk about simple things and even tenacity, too, like to get back to that, too, you know. You know, tenacity, I use other words in the book, too, about persistence, determination, perseverance. They all go together. I love those words. Those are power words. You talk about this with children. And, you listen, you being respectful in life, you know, one thing he told me, too, whether he said it was at work or business or play or out, you want to have an image of yourself. You want to have people have a perception of who you are as well as a perception of yourself. So be excellent wherever you are. Just keep that in mind. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just be, be aware of what you're doing and, and, and the appearance of yourself and the perception you're putting upon others and how you are so that people look at you as in a favorable light. There's always always something about that. You know, I mean, my brother and I are both Eagle Scouts and youth. I mean, we kind of we excelled in that to be the mm -hmm. best we could be in that. So anything in my life, I've tried to just do it excellent, just be the best I could be so that, again, that I'm either a role model for others or, or there to help others. And that's why, you know, I have to say, I have been successful my whole life, but my calling in life right now is just 
you know, there's something more to life than what I've been doing. And I've been successful. And this book will help me to help me really to get to my goal in life, to be able to help so many more people in life, just to get them ahead, whatever step I can. But to be able to be, put my words on paper now to empower and, and, mm-hmm. and really inspire people and motivate them with my messages and my grandfather's words behind it, it's, it's enlightening to people. And I'm blessed to be able to do it. So I think the power and the messages in here um, can really help a lot of people. And I think they need to understand that, you know, going down to the basic respect, like you said, respect is huge. You know, whether it's respecting your elders, respecting your peers, respecting your friends, respect is such a heavy word. It's such an important word. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, respect and admiration. And these are just important words. And it's, all, all this really comes down to, again, is being a good person, you know, being a good person. And when you are that in person in life and in business, People want to be around you. They want to help you. They want to talk to you. They want to get involved. With you. They want to help you in business. They want to help you in life. You don't understand the power of that. I've actually witnessed it myself. I witnessed it from my grandfather's messages about his life, his whole life. They wanted to help him. Charlie, there's another job over here. Charlie, there's a job here. Charlie, come with us over here. Like, hey, Charlie, we're going out tonight. Do you know? Do you know that he never ready for this one? He his last job he worked at the West Side Tennis Club in Flushing Queens, where he was a manager most of the years, or all the years manager there, and he basically almost never spent his salary ever because he got so much money and tips for the social life that came in that he was friends with because he mm. knew what they drank, knew what they ate, knew where they wanted to sit, took care of their friends. Frank Sinatra told my grandfather only, he goes, you have carte blanche to take care of my friends when I'm not here with my open my open tab. Only you, Charlie. I mean, you talk about to the level of a boy leaving Cyprus. He he met John F. Kennedy. He went out with these people to dinner and to plays. I'm just telling you, he, he had the secret to the sauce. He, the book, The Secret, I told you, this is the secret. You know, yeah. He, he did it. And I need to share this with the world to say, this is too much information to share and be bottled up inside of me. It's not fair. It's not fair that I have this knowledge. Yeah. I'm not sharing it with the world. That's the passion behind it. But I think, you know, it's also, like you said, it is the secret because when you put these together, it's really more than uh, a formula for success. And the reason I say that is, you know, your dad and I, you know, we, or your grandfather and I, we learned this lesson. And I got fired from selling hot dogs from a hot dog cart, not because I wasn't doing my job, because I was doing it too well. And I knew everybody's name. I knew, you know, when Mr. Brooke was in line and in his three-piece suit, I knew exactly what his hot dog was that he was going to want. I knew to ask him about his kids. But there's one thing I wouldn't do. I would never give somebody a hot dog that wasn't freshly cooked. And so I gave the leftover hot dogs uh, to the street dogs. And my boss caught me one day. But every minute of that day, I smiled. I loved it. Would you talk about this, this principle? Be joyful. This thing right here, this right here, this, I think, is the golden key. You know, so, so many people, you know, the word joy, right? So yeah. He had joy in the fruits of his labor for polishing shoes. I mean, come on now. I mean, that's polishing shoes, the lowest level mm-hmm. he possibly be at. And he had joy in that labor and joy in the opportunity to work and to meet people and know as a stepping stone. If you can't find joy in life, then you need to change your career, sometimes change your spouse. I have to say, I'm sorry, but if you're mm-hmm. not finding joy in life, you're not happy in life, and you know what? 80% of people are not happy in their lives, and that's a sin. And that's a shame because we're only on this earth as we know it one time as we know it about reincarnation and everything else I won't get into. But we're here one time. You can't have joy in your life or bring joy to others or bring joy to yourself. It's a shame. But it really comes down to this. 
everybody needs to have a, a awakening moment, okay? We, and I, we need to have a soul searching. You need to have some quiet time, whether it's with a counselor or on your own or meditating. You got to look in the mirror. And I think I wish everyone listening on your on your show would just do this: just look in the mirror for five minutes or ten minutes and look at themselves and say, "Am I happy with my life? Am I where I dreamed I'd be? Am I fulfilling my dreams? Am I fulfilling my role in life? Am I fulfilling my obligation to this world to be a better person to do good to others? Am I making a difference in this world? What legacy am I leaving? What will my children say about me? These are powerful things." Am I honoring my ancestors for all the work and sacrifice they put in for hundreds of years to get me here? Am I honoring them? And you know what? With all that at the end, and joy and happiness amongst yourself and others around you, if you can't bring joy to yourself and others, then really something's wrong. And, you know, so many people are caught up in so many different things, so many different distractions. You need to go either go to, go to a counselor if you have to or soul search yourself or, or find a mentor, but you need to find a way to be joyful. My grandfather had joy every day of his life. All the time he was retired, he just loved life. And it's just everyone that knows him, all my family and everyone that knew him that was friends, he loved life. He loved life. We'd had happy hours half every day. He'd call me. He'd come over for happy hour. Here he is, 80, 80 years old, 90 years old. <laughs> Come for happy hour. We he have a scotch and water, little one, the blue cheese and crackers and olives, and we had happy hour. We just you know that's what it was about. It was low, it's, you know, love and life. What else can I say? Joy is joy. It's a it's a wonderful word, and most people don't have it, and it's unfortunate. And they need to understand and realize why. Exactly. You know, and and here's the thing. When I read your book, and for those of you out there that are just tuning in, Lessons from My Grandfather, uh, a fabulous book. And let's give a copy of the book away, Benny, 1-800-930-2819. One of the things I love is there are different people, mentors, other people. Now, let's talk about that. You and I can probably talk about the fact that we have mentors. There have been angels in my life uh, without whom I wouldn't be here. I know that to this day. I bless them every day. Who were Charlie's mentors? Okay, that's a great question. Can I tell you something? Even to the day yeah. my grandpa died, he always told me that he had, a, he had an angel on his shoulder. And he truly believed that. Because what mm-hmm. he went through in life and how he didn't die 10 different times. Yep. He said, and how he got ahead in life, he completely said to him, Mark, I, I tell you, I, without a doubt, had an angel on my shoulders, no question about it. And I have the faith yeah. to believe that. And I don't care what God you believe in or don't believe in. It does nothing to do with any of it. Take all that out of it. It's the faith in yourself. Faith is a heavy word. It doesn't mean a religious faith. It's just faith in yourself and belief that things will be okay. But you've got to put time, effort, and desire in. You've got to put sacrifice in. You've got to put commitment in. All that stuff goes with it. But the faith in yourself. So for him, that was a starting point. The faith in himself to get ahead. The angel on his shoulder. And then the people around him. He had hundreds and hundreds of mentors because... They all loved him. They all liked him. They'd give him advice on things or talk about real estate, talk about investments, talk about life, talk about what he should be doing or career, work, whatever it was. Just had hundreds. He was blessed to be in the hospitality industry to have all these wonderful people that loved him and that liked him. And he serviced them very well, serviced them to the 10th degree. They were all important to him. And they handled, he handled them all as princes. That's how he handled them. So I think for people in general, right, I think understanding that mentors all around us. And when I speak at high schools and colleges, I tell kids too that your coaches, your teachers, there's counselors in your school. We all need mentors in life. If you're not gifted like I was to have a grandfather, and that's why now the book, I'm giving the book to the world. I'm giving you a mentor to start with. I wrote this for the world to say, here's the mentor that I had now. You've got to step ahead if you read it. But for others that haven't read the book yet or don't want to read it, but I tell the kids or even anybody, any adults I speak to, to find mentors in your life that are either either better than what you have around you or, or equal to or whatever it may be. But some people are for, unfortunate that maybe they're not happy with their household, 
not if they're a little rough possibly their area they're in, but the coaches and teachers are there too as well. But when you're in the business world, if you find, let's say you're a lawyer and you find the most successful lawyers, you want to be a lawyer one day, and through friends or family, if you sit down with them and ask them, how did you become successful? And what did you do differently? Why are you better than the rest? What should I do? What advice could you give me? They'll tell you. People always want to talk about it. They'll be humbled by that. Yeah. People don't realize these little secrets. Have you ever asked your coach in sports? I tell the high school, college kids, have you ever asked your coach, coach, why aren't I starting every game? What can I do to be better, <laughs> stronger, faster, harder? What can I do to get improvement? So you need to work out more. You need to run, run, go after class, whatever it is. Like, or even school. Why aren't I getting straight A's, teacher? What do I need to do? They'll, they'll, they'll tell you. They'll give you the roadmap. How's that? Mm-hmm. Here's your roadmap, son or girl or door lady. Here's your roadmap. Follow the roadmap, you'll be successful. You'll get ahead and you'll start. Whatever it is, like everything's out there. It's that simple, you know? I It, it is. And I'm sorry, you know, I cannot believe, first of all, I cannot thank you enough for taking the words, the teachings of Charlie and putting them on paper. Because I think what you have, I don't, I don't know if you quite know exactly how special these principles are. Because in the world we're living in today, People ask me all the time, and we have the best listeners on the planet, Mark. I'm just telling you, these folks, some of them have been listening to this show for 15 years. They're amazing. And they will tell you that the things that you've put in this book, whether it's about attitude, whether it's about joy, whether it's about determination, these are the principles that they want to hear more about. They want to know how do we do this, Mark? And so if there is a next step for you, I would encourage you to really expand this and take this message and bring it to the place where people can say, I want to know what this formula could look like for me, myself, my family. So thank you so much for that. I have one last question. What's your personal message what do you want to leave us with? And thank you so much for being on the show today. No, it's been my pleasure, Dr. Pat. My pleasure, absolutely. And I love the opportunity to spread the word and joy from this book. You know, my message is very simple. That anything you want in life, you have to work towards it. You have to have a desire and a passion and driving force to get ahead no matter what. You have to know you want something that bad. So if you just kind of want it or, eh, I'd like to be successful or I'd like to lead a joyful life or I'd like to have a little bit more money, you can't be like that. you got to be all in. If you want something that bad, you got to put time and effort into it. And you got to have the right attitude. you got to have the right plan of action. And you got to move forward. But you need to find your purpose or your why, as they call it. And understand if that's the vision you have for yourself and that you have the passion behind it, you can't fail. But you, have, you can't do something for the money. You can't do something just for the work. If you really truly want to enjoy life, you got to find your passion and your purpose and move towards that direction with the driving force and not giving up. If you're going to school now or you're working two jobs, you got to put two hours in a day or 15 minutes in a day or whatever it is, you don't need to stop your life to change direction. Let me make this very clear. This is my most powerful message to people. If you want to accomplish something in life or change directions or change careers or whatever you want to do, do something extra life or coach or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you could spend 15 minutes a day or an hour a day, find the time and start working towards your dreams because you don't need to stop your life to do it. That's all I can say because there's a lot of hours in a day, sleep less, you know, watch less TV, go out less, whatever it is, put the time in. And you can. I agree. And, 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 and let me echo this for Mark. Do something of service. I'm going to do a whole show here in about a couple of weeks about what does it mean to be of service? Mark, thank you. You rock. Thank you for today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much.
All right, everyone, we're not done yet. We're not done. Yep, a little fired up here, thanks to Mark and Charlie. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Audio was via a Skype call. 